I'm Kristen Marchand, and this is the Apiango Line, that podcast dedicated to the unique culture and local heritage of the upper Madawaska Valley. Today, we're taking along with Martina Koulis, the host of Back in the Day, our show about the social history of this area as told by those who lived it. She's up at the Valley Manor, the local long-term care home, and is about to meet up with one of our cherished local voices from the 20th century. It belongs to Maxi Mintha, and at 95 years of age, he has quite the story to tell of days gone by. Maxi was born in 1925, the oldest of 10 children, right here in Barry's Bay. He's well known to many of us as a very successful local businessman, having managed Stedman's store for over a quarter of a century. As well, he was a tireless volunteer who not only helped build St. Francis Memorial Hospital, he was also well known over many decades for contributing his voice to that much-heralded choir at St. Hedwig's Church. Still, not many of us may know about Maxie's grandparents and their farm out Pog Lakeway, where in Maxie's boyhood, wool was still sheared from sheep along the back 40, spun in the log farmhouse on his grandmother's spinning wheel, and then handmade into socks, sweaters, and just about anything that anybody might want to wear on the farm or in town. Maxie himself lived through the Great Depression and was barely 14 years old when the Second World War broke out. He not only remembers that horrific day in September 1939, but he remembers vividly the very hour that he and his schoolmates heard the terrible news in a local schoolyard. But of course, Anybody who ever knew Maxie Mintha probably just wants to hear the story of how he and his wife built their Main Street bakery business in Barry's Bay. Everyone, that is, who can remember the succulent taste of their phenomenal homemade bread and to die for cinnamon rolls. So, time now to settle down with a glass of milk and whatever passes for 21st century pastry and head down memory lane to hear what Maxie Mintha has to say. My name is Maxie Mintha. I was born in Barry's Bay here on Bob Lake Road Street. Uh, uh, I was born 1925, May the 10th. I'm 95 years old. And uh, I've lived here all my life, so nothing else. I was and I didn't live, I worked in Kitchener for some time and I had a bad accident in nineteen forty two. But I'm not bad yet though, I'm still here. So. You sure are here, yeah. And did you have any siblings? Well, I had three boys, one girl. Okay. Yeah. The oldest boy yeah, is um, he works on airplanes. Works at the Ottawa airport. Okay. His name is John, and he works works on he works on the fuselage, like. Okay. Yeah. And the repair. Any, any government airplanes that come in, they do that work. Oh, very interesting. The second boy is Peter. He's a pilot. He works for uh, uh, Portland Airlines. Okay. No, he's my daughter. She has. She works here on the, on the Quebec side here in Ottawa with an insurance company. And Andrew is my son. He's a baby, and he has a garage here in Barry Bay. Okay. So. I, I was talking to Noreen, she called me last week mm-hmm. and she told me that she was very excited that I was interviewing you. Oh, that's good, okay. Yeah, she seemed pretty excited about okay, it. Okay, that's fine. 
So you grew up on Pog Lake on a farm? No, no, just here in town. Just in the, the fort house from the, from the main street. Oh, okay. So you lived near Barry's Bay? Oh, at Bar in Barry's Bay. In Barry's Bay, yeah. You know where the Brewer's Retail is? Yes. The fort house on the right hand side. Oh, wow. Yeah. Did you like growing up in town? Oh, sure. It was all. didn't matter to me. <laughs> Do you remember the train coming through? Oh yes, the train was, we were this side of the track. You hear the train, oh you have to go to Madawaska, oh yeah. Did you ever go on it? Not this up to there, no. No, no. I went out there that way, the auto were drawn up, but not. Okay, that must have been quite the trip. Oh, it's all right. Yeah, yeah. And what about school? Did you go to school? I went to St. Joseph's School in Irish Bay here. And the nuns taught you that? Right? nuns taught me, yeah. 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 Did yeah. you like school? Oh, yes, and I didn't, I didn't. It didn't matter to me. You know. Wasn't good, wasn't bad, eh? No, no. What, what do you remember most about going to school? I don't know. <laughs> I can't remember much of it that way. But you liked growing up in Barry's Bay? Oh, it was all right, you sure. If we went to the city, we were fighting with somebody too, you know what I mean? Or, you know, it's like in the cities. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah. just, small town is good for me. Yeah, a bit quieter, eh? Yep, yep. Was it always busy growing up here? Well, it was, summertime was always busier than tourists, you know. Oh, okay. And then I ran to Stedman's store. Oh, okay. For Stedman's, then he got me to start. I ran it for 26 years. Wow, how did you end up running the store? Well, I was in, well, Mr. Chepesky, was Henry Chepesky, the senior, mm -hmm. was up in Toronto and, and he had the building. The building is, uh, you know where the Stedman store was? Not, not here. It was on, on the main street, two blocks down. Okay. On the corner of Dunn Street, eh? And main street. Oh, okay. Dunn goes down there, and Bay Street goes down there, you know? Mm -hmm. But then the, he, had, he owned the building and he rented a building to them, you see. So they asked him if he if I could speak Polish, you know. Mm -hmm. So he said he told him that I could speak Polish. He told me then when he came and I went to Toronto. I was hired, no problem. Just like that, eh? Oh, no. Did you grow up speaking Polish? Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. At home, all the time, my parents. But they were born in Canada too. I was born here, look what. Still lots of speaking Polish lots. Oh yeah, Popolskum, oh yeah. <laughs> so you probably went to St. Hedwig's. Oh yeah, St. Hedwig's, yeah. What do you remember about going to church there when you oh, were well, there? Well, I, I still, I got down on Senior Michael's last got me to read in Polish. Put up the epistles, you know. Mm-hmm. At school. I read that. Yeah. I could do that, good. Sing in the choir. I was a sanctuary boy. I was church orientated, more or less, you know. Yeah, very Catholic family, yeah. I have to die, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think that's important to keep that up, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So you, you ran Stedman's, you were the manager then? Oh, yeah. I got to quit because my wife got sick, you see. Oh, okay. She got cancer and then the, the doctor told me she would be. So I 
long as I stayed with her for a year yet, you know, she was off and on. Yeah, yeah. But talking about businesses, there was a, I could tell you some of the businesses they can tell, you know. And so when you start in the West End here, there are the lockers, the great rigid lockers for meats and that, you know. Okay. Murray's had that. And my wife had an ice cream stand. And then um, uh, the Polbiski store, the Borski store, F.G. Zabolski. That was a general store grocery. And Frank Zabolski, the Frank F. Zabolski, the garage man, had a garage there. Dr. McDermott was there. Of course, your post office in the bank. And Slim Coolis had a store. Dominic. Then the liquor store. And then the, there was a John Duke had a blacksmith shop. Oh, okay. And William Doyle had a had a barber shop, you know. Mm -hmm. St. Lawrence's Church, you know. And then Plevin's Rink used to be at the bottom there where the creek runs. Used to oh. be hockey there, there, public hockey. There was no rink here then, you understand? Yeah, yeah, so that's where you would go for skating and hockey? Uh, for skating, skating if you wanted. Yeah. I skated there a number of times, yes. Did you play hockey as well? Oh, no, I didn't play hockey, no. <laughs> Did you go to the games, though? Oh, yes, went to the games. That time was... Uh, for 35 cents, I think, you'd get in, you know. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Pick up some beer bottles, save them and sell them, you know. <laughs> Good way to make money, wasn't it? Well, you had to do something, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And what would you spend your money on, then? Uh, I, not, I didn't get much money out of it, though, so... You, you saved it? I saved some, yeah. And I was poor all my life. If I had your money, I'd be all right, you see. <laughs> Oh, I don't know. I better start saving a bit more. I think. <laughs> well, did you did you ever buy candies or anything oh, yeah, growing oh, yeah, up? Oh, yeah. Where would you go for that? I used to go to Polbiski store or, or Zabolski store. You know, I used to have candies and not not too much, but oh, some yeah. So you probably remember Donnie and Carmen at that store. Oh yeah, Bisky's. that was that was Ambrose Polbiski. Yeah, he owned you know, it. You know, his, 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 you remember his store? I don't know. Oh, you were this side, you were. Donnie's still you working, you know. Donnie's here yet, you know. Yeah, yeah. Because well, he's my. I'm Donnie and I are second cousins, you know. Oh, so you're related. I didn't to know mother, that. My mother and his dad are first cousins. Oh, okay. So it was like visiting a cousin when you went there then? Well, oh, no, yeah. I didn't have to. I was up at Stedman's then doing that, you know. And did you like running the Stedman store? Well, all right, sure, good. I liked it, enjoyed it. I'd, I'd like to have stayed longer, but my wife's sickness called me there. And then after, when I took, when I go back to talking about businesses, I go back and say Murray's store used to be, and there's a station there, eh? Station, there liquor stores across from the station. Yeah, and then there was a bit Cusky's had a store across from the station. Oh, okay. It's not in operation now. And the hotel is there too yet, you know? Yes, yes. Yeah. And then, uh, then at the farther on the corner, there's a the Chinese had a restaurant there on the corner. Okay. On Bay Street. And then uh, the home hardware, Yakubuskis have that, you know. But that was Prince who owned it. And that was beside the Chinese uh, restaurant then. And yes, it was across the road. Okay. On the corner of Dun of Bay Street, Bay Street would down to the lake.
Yeah, yeah. And then there was, uh, then Stedman's were here at the next corner. Mm-hmm. And uh, Vana had a, a shoemaker shop. Joe Vana, he was from Italy. Nice person, I used to go there sometimes. Play shoes, you know. Get them resold or something, you know. Yeah, not like today you would get them actually fixed, eh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they, they were more real leather. Oh, yeah. And there was uh, Zilni's had a store where ladies were. Oh, okay. Where was that? Right on the, right on the corner from, uh, uh, not not from Vana, from Vana that way, on on the south side. Oh, okay, yeah. Zilni's had a store, Dominic Cool's had a store. And right now where the Brewers Retail is, that was a, a school there too, public school. But I, there was no teaching in it when I was there. When I was young, I mean, I was closed. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But now they tore it down and they built the Brewers Retail. So you remember quite a few places. Oh yeah, Ruben's store had right in the corner. They had the, in those days, yet the early day, I remember they didn't even have a half ton truck for delivery. They had a son named Morris. Mm -hmm. His dad's name was Dan. And Morris would take the truck and they had a horse and they had a light sleigh for one horse, you know. And he'd deliver a bag of flour to the people's homes. On the sleigh with the horse. Wow. Yeah. <coughs> my oh my, things have changed, eh? Well, it's changing. And did, did anything else get delivered that way? No, I don't know about uh, the, freight, the, the freight from the station used to get delivered. But they had, a, they had a, somebody with a truck to deliver that to them. The only kind of truck, you know what I mean? Yeah. I just got forget now, you got me on that one. <laughs> pay attention. There probably wasn't very many cars growing not, up. Oh, not that many. Barry's Bay Dairy wasn't an operation yet. Not until much later. That was after, you know. Yeah, yeah. So, so you said that there was a blacksmith shop. Yes. And why would people go there? What would they the get? Horses, done? horses. Yeah. Shoot them, you know. Oh, okay. That was probably their main business then. Oh, no, yeah, no, yeah, the main business, yeah. John Cook, his name was. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, well, he had a good business too. I would think so, probably. Yeah, there were a lot of people that had horses around here. And... Mm hmm, mm hmm. Yeah, everyone would need to go there at some point. Yeah, then there was, uh, we didn't have the undertakers on that street there behind the hotel. Yeah, dealt after a number of years. That was Bill Goulet, right? Yeah, and then there was a Fitzgerald's had a store there with furniture and that kind of stuff, and it'd be across the road from him. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. And that's uh, many years ago. Yeah. And at Mansky had a gas station on the corner, a road that goes to Cumberland. Oh, we're kind of uh, turning towards the high school. Yeah, yeah. That. Oh, okay. There's a gas station there before. Yeah. So you you would mention the hotel. Yeah. Do you remember ever going to the hotel, or do you have any memories uh, of it? I, well, I did. I was too young. Yeah. How old were you then? Oh, I mean, maybe. Well, I was. Well, all my life, the hotel was there all my life. Yeah. You know, but I wouldn't be twenty-one till. <laughs> you know, you have to be twenty-one those days. Oh, okay. And then I didn't go. There. I was in the hotel a few times, but I never was a. I'm a big drinker like that, you know, just... But I went in maybe with my cousin or something, once or twice maybe. Had a pint of beer and that was it. Yeah, nothing too wild. You would always buy it at the brewer's retail too, you know. 
Okay, you could buy alcohol there. Oh, yeah, beer, beer, yeah. And could you walk around with it in town? Or you had to go home and drink it? I had to go home and drink it. Yeah. You wouldn't go drink it on the street. You couldn't, you'd be pinched. Really? Public place, no. Yeah, yeah, so that hasn't changed then. That's always been. And you were saying that your wife had an ice cream. Yeah, that's shocked ice cream, yeah. Yeah, where where was it again? It's on the West End here, towards across from Maxi Mask store. Okay. Maxi Mask had a store opposite the private dwelling place, but it's a small store. Yeah. And Murray Brothers Lumber Company office was there too. Yeah. yeah. And and she had her ice. When did she have her ice cream cart there? Oh, well, that was number many years ago. She's dead now, quite a few years, eight years. Oh, I don't know, twenty some years ago, I guess or so. And who who would come and buy that ice cream? The people from town, kids, everybody, soft ice cream, you know. Perfect. Yeah. yeah. They probably that was such a treat, probably. Yeah. Yeah. How did you meet your wife? Oh. What was her name? Oh, I knew her from because she was a small kid. Uh, Susan. Susan, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I don't know. She lived on a farm. In Barry's Bay? Oh, yeah, outside of Barry's Bay there. Yeah, so you knew her growing up. Oh, yeah, I knew like she'd, she had church, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you remember your wedding? Oh, yeah. Where Where was it? What was it like? Huh? It was a nice day. Is that the, we had the wedding at her or dad's farm. Okay. Yeah. Nice, you know. Very good. Oh, what? Fifty-six years we're holding. Wow. Very impressive. Oh, yeah. Was she got the cancer? What? I couldn't help it though. Yeah, that's a terrible, that's terrible a cancer thing. Son of a yeah, a lot of people in my family too. Yeah. It's a tough one. Yeah. Yeah. But did you have a big wedding or was it pretty small? No, it was just a family wedding, you know. Yeah, yeah. That must have been nice though to have it on the farm. Well, all like the relatives, you know, and 50 or 60 people anyway, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, small but not quite small. It, it wasn't that you just, just the two of us, no, no, don't, don't get wrong. But <laughs> they had children on their side, they had, I had cousins, mom and dad, you know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Now, Maxie, are you the youngest in your family? The oldest. The oldest? Ten, number ten. Number ten of us are number one. Ten kids, wow. That must have been a busy household growing up. Well, then when I was born, and then there was a set of twins after me. Oh, okay. But they died at birth. Oh, okay. And then there was only eight of us then. Yeah, yeah. My sister Monica was killed in a car accident. And, um, that's out then she was out too, you see, so. Was that when she was a bit older or younger? Uh, younger, she was a bit younger. She was working in Kitchener, she was coming over a weekend. And they were in Cumberland, they drove with the guy who was driving the car. They, this old guy, we knew him, this fellow. His name was Blaskovich. And there was a, a steam shovel parked. Cumberland, and, and the rear end of the shovel was out, if you know what I mean. Mm -hmm. The tracks are here, but the thing was like this. Oh, no. You read me? Yeah, yeah. And the rear end was out towards the highway. And this was at night. Yeah. He came to the Cumberland Bridge. You had to go into this, past that. And the guy got too close and the, the, the hood of the car, the, the window. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It, it, he just caught that and it caught her. 
Oh no. That must have been pretty hard well, for your family. It's kind of hard for the parent, mom and dad, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Pretty sudden. Yeah, well, okay then. Is it anything else now with Well, I want to talk a little bit about um, your bakery and Stedman's a little bit more. Oh, I Is that okay? Well, I just, I can't tell you much about Stedman's. <laughs> that's confidential. I have nothing to... <laughs> no, that's okay. And yeah, I heard you had a bakery. That's right. You want to tell me a bit about that, um, where it was? was? Right that, uh, between, right, not, right beside the, uh, the, uh, the shoemaker shop. Okay. Right in the main street. And oh, we had a good business. We had very good. You and your wife ran yeah, that? Yeah, pretty well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Was that before or after you worked at Stedman's? Oh, no, during, too, during. She, you, she ran the big shop. I did all the buying and all that, but she did all the physical work, you know. Yeah, yeah. Help, I heard help. So I, had to, I did all that, looked after everybody. Oh, she was big, you know. Yeah. You know, I had a couple of people come up to me and tell me about that bakery shop and they remembered. <coughs> oh? Yeah, they said the cinnamon rolls and bread. The cinnamon rolls, yeah. Must have been pretty good if they still remember it. Oh, and they're still living in right there. Yeah, they sure are. I tell them I said that too. <laughs> must have not been poisonous or anything, eh? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and how did you end up getting the bakery? Just... All by ourselves, the two of us together. She, I, we were talking about it. She, she wanted. I said, we bought the property. I bought the property. Yeah. And a stone, a good big stone. So you built that building too, then? No, no, not that building. I, I bought it. It was built. Oh, okay. It was already built. Nice big building too. I rented the upstairs. And bought in more revenue. Perfect. Yeah, because you gotta pay uh, the bills somehow, eh? I never had any trouble. That's good. I was poor all my life. I think you did pretty well for yourself, I have to say, Maxie. Oh, yeah, well, I think so. And I was reading that you were you were pretty influential when it came to the hospital here. I was uh, on the hospital board. I found an old picture. I should have brought it <coughs> with me and printed it out. From, oh, right. uh, from the hospital when you, I think you were building something or... Uh, I, was, I wasn't, but I was, I was secretary treasurer. Okay. I stayed Mr. Chepesky, because he, he, he couldn't drive. Yeah. He, he had the sugar diabetes. He took his license on him. So when he started to build, he was the president. He got me to work with him. I never got a nickel for that. It was all for nothing, you know. Yeah. I spent a lot of time there, but I was married already. But then, yeah, you definitely contributed to the community, Max. I did. I did. I, I would say so. Not to be... A, Dirty about it, but I'm not looking for anything, anybody. Did. But I did what I did was I never got five cents. Yeah, it was a lot of volunteers. There, there was no gas. When nobody paid my gas, I had to pay for my the gas. We made a few trips to Ottawa to the Arctic today. Not the architect, but the, what do you call them? The guys that drew up the plans, you know, there's some kind of mistake or something. Yeah. A couple of darn prayer, you know. Between working at Stenmans and that, I was, after six o'clock in the evening, I'd go up, we'd go up and... Probably uh, want to go to sleep, eh? <laughs> oh, that just worked out good, man. Yeah, you did a lot of work. You were a very hard worker. Well, I did a lot of work for the for Barry's Bay. 
Yes. In that hospital. You sure? I think you and those other gentlemen and whoever else contributed and, and wouldn't have happened. They started to build that hospital was built, then they started to build a whole home now. And this was my dad's property. Here, right here, at the Valley. Hundred years, hundred acres he had here. Oh wow! And my dad just lived over here, you know. Oh, just down the hill here. Not far, yeah, just down here. And I lived just a three or four houses farther. So uh, Daddy heard about them that they wanted to build, and the, 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 somebody asked him if he'd want to donate some land. Daddy came to me at uh, one evening. He says, Dr. Mushley, you know, what do you think? He says, I'm going to give him. He said, come on with me. So we came here, we took the axe, we blazed a few trees, you know. Daddy got the surveyors, he paid for that, and the road, he had to give the road. Oh, the access, yeah. Up, up to the hospital, you know. And uh, then the surveyors came and measured out, and Daddy took the logs, if you know what I mean. But uh, that's very close here, look at Just out the window. Now my son owns it, and he owns the property here. What's left? Yeah, yeah. So it wasn't just your volunteering; it was you guys literally were giving, giving land, eh? Mm -hmm. I, I didn't get anything for my work, no. Oh, I liked it. I enjoyed. I learned a lot. Yes. Yeah. That's what you're dealing with the government. Oh yeah. The government sure. men would come and hospital, you know. Check this out. Check that out. Yeah, you probably have to deal with a lot of those. The government is, is tough to work with, you know. Lots of rules with them, isn't there? Yeah, yeah. Is that right, 24? Yes, it looks like it is. Yeah. Is there anything else now, or that should be it? Um, I, get, I have a couple more questions, if that's okay. All right, go ahead. Do you remember anything about World War II when it happened? Well, it happened 1939. Yes, I was in a schoolyard. It happened they were and then I remember September third when we were in recess time and of course we had a battery radio at home, we had no just the regular the radio was only about that big, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But uh, I heard about it the wars. Germans had entered Poland, you know. And we remember being out in the yard at recess at ten thirty there. We were talking with the boys about that. I remember all that. Yeah. I wasn't in the army because I had an accident. I I could I was gone for liberty. Oh yeah. So I went I had to go for they called me up to Ottawa. Mm -hmm. I went to Ottawa and and no doctor said no good. Yeah. My right leg was paralyzed too. Oh okay. there you go, so that's it. Yeah. And I remember all I all to do. We used to take the paper, we were good. Mom and Dad were very interested in that too, you know. We used to take the paper, we'd watch the paper every day. Yeah, want to stay updated, uh, I'm yeah. sure. Oh, yeah. There they went out on Yeah, well, he did some terrible oh, stuff. Oh, yeah. my gosh. Yeah. He sure did. And, and Poland was involved, and we were kind of interested in that, you know. Well, yeah, that's where you come from, right? Well, I, mean, I didn't, and my parents didn't, but my grandparents did, you know. Do you remember your grandparents? Oh, yeah, sure. Where, where did they live? Oh, in farms here. Yeah? Did you go visit them a lot? Oh, yeah. When I was young, 12, 14, oh, yeah. They had nice orchards in the fall, you know. They had nice orchards, both farmers. 
Oh, they probably had those big, huge ones for working in the field. Ten or twelve, maybe nice apple trees in it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And he'd come during Sunday and go to Saturday, maybe go to the orchard and take an apple and pile it. Didn't have to buy it. No, you didn't, and you didn't have to worry about taking them. I'm sure, eh? Grandmother would call him. No, actually, come on. <laughs> but I had to walk. I didn't have a bicycle. Yeah, yeah. You Mom, probably. My mother would send me up for. Granny had a spinning wheel, mm -hmm. and my granny would spin the wheel, and, and Mama would make stockings, you know, for, oh, okay. for, for my dad and for me. Yeah, yeah. And she would She knit them, you know, she would knit them night there. I'd bring the wool home, you know, more like that maybe, you know. Oh, okay, yeah. Bring it home. Oh, yeah. That's, that's interesting to think of all the steps that it used to be. Now you can just buy it in the store. Already, yeah. Yeah. Now we have the money too. Yes. Yeah. Very different world. Yeah. What's the other thing you want to ask me about? Um, that's pretty much it. Is there anything we didn't talk about that you want to talk about, or any stories? No. Not no. that I know. Not that you can think of. So this is going to be out in the public anyway. I'll tell you something. Let me know what they're going to do. Can you keep me informed? I will, and then hopefully. I won't say to anybody, you know. Yeah, because I, I think it would be nice to hear it for yourself, too. I would like to know what's going on. Yes, I would be the same way. I, I'm the victim. Oh, I hope you don't feel that way. Well, I know, but I would be. Yes, know. yes. I would want to hear it myself for sure. All right, good. Obviously. Yeah, and Noreen was very excited when I was telling her about it. How do you get to know her? So, after I spoke to you last time when we signed that paper, we called everyone's family just to tell them so they knew what was happening, so everyone was in the loop. So then she had called me and she told me about your sister. I forget her name, I wrote it down though. Bernice. Bernice, and she said, I might want to talk to her too. The nun you mean? Yes. Now we have yeah, she said, not only is Maxie good, but so is Bernice, so. Uh, well, see, I'm the oldest one living right now. And Bernice is next. Yes. In age, age-wise. Okay, so she's a, your younger sister. Yeah, younger. She's younger than, next to me. Rita, Ursula. Yeah. And and I think one of your brothers, was he a priest or another sister? Was no, it not? No, Ursula. Okay. But, the, but Ursula, she, they, they closed the Polish convent up. She's a nun yet, but she's not practicing. Oh, okay. And Bernice is a nun yet too, but she's practicing. She's living all alone. Yeah, yeah. Yes, Where was the Polish uh, convent? Hey, was the, the was the Polish one around here? The, what, the convent? Yeah, the one. No, here. no, they were uh, in, like in uh, down in uh, what the hell name of the place? Southern Ontario, there someplace. Oh, okay. Oh no, they weren't here. I was gonna say I've never heard of one here. <laughs> yeah, not quite as many people going into priesthood and becoming I nuns. No church now. Yes, it's definitely smaller congregations. I don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. Did you, do you remember, was Christmas ever a big thing at church? It was always, it was Christmas hymns, you know. Yeah. It sounds like you were pretty involved there. Oh, yeah, we sing in the choir, you know. Maybe we'll get you singing later today. Oh, I know. <laughs> I'm sure you still have a great voice, eh? Oh, Oh, it's gone pretty well. <laughs> tablets all the time, no? Yeah, I guess. Even those tablets, you push them down there. Uh, yeah, you need <laughs> some tea or coffee or... Yeah. 
Well, thank you for doing the interview. Is that good then? I think so. That was 95-year-old Maxie Mintha in conversation with Martina Coolis as they discussed Maxie's life and times back in the day in downtown Barry's Bay. We want to thank Maxie and his family for the sheer joy we know that his stories and memories will bring to those who only needed to hear his voice to remind us of walking up those bakery steps on Main Street, opening that screen door on a fine summer day, and taking in that unique aroma of fresh dough a hint of cinnamon, and those happy mintha, how-do-you-do smiles and welcomes, handed out freely to anyone who came in. That does it for us here today at the Opiango Line. But before we go, we'd like to remind you that a very nice man once said that the true definition of real culture can only be found in your grandmother's handwritten recipe box. So if you never had the pleasure of tasting one of Mintha's cinnamon rolls, slathered all over with hot, melting butter, as they often were, well, maybe it might be time to find your grandmother's recipe for homemade bread and get cracking. I'm Kristen Marchand, and for Martina Coolis and our producer, Barry Conway, we'd like to wish you a good day, and God bless. <laughs>